Welcome to Highway 89, Utah's most scenic musical byway. I'm Bruce Seeley, and this hour we'll enjoy harpist Rachel Curtis, our special guest today. Rachel recently returned to the United States after graduating in harp performance and music teaching from the Royal Academy of Music in London, England. The harp is her main instrument, but Rachel Curtis is also a talented pianist with eclectic interests in training. For instance, some in Utah Valley know her as a harp teacher through her Curtis Music Studio. Others know her as a rock keyboard instructor for the Modern School of Music. Well, she'll confine her performance to the harp this hour, but she'll perform a range of music, classical, jazz, show tune or two, and a little more. Rachel will share some of her recent history with us throughout the program, including... I hope, how she was the opening act for an Elton John concert at Royal Albert Hall, and what she remembers from performing for Prince Charles on his 60th birthday. But let's get to the music. We're going to hear first Smetna's The Moldau, a transcription for harp by Hanush Tornacek. Thank you. 
Listening to Highway 89 on Classical 89 and Sirius XM 143 BYU Radio. I'm Bruce Seeley, and this hour features harpist Rachel Curtis, who has just played for us The Moldau by Berezik Smetana, an arrangement for harp by Hanush Tornacek. And Rachel, you certainly are a, a harpist, but I understand you could just as easily have been a pharmacist. Those two aren't connected very well. What's that story all about? How did, how did the harp win out? I was a senior year in high school, and I didn't know what I wanted to do, and I had job shadowed my dad's work, and he's a pharmacist, and I was interested in it. I like studying science and chemistry, um, but I hadn't decided what I wanted to do, and my harp teacher went to the Royal Academy in London, and she thought I had a chance in getting in, so she helped me get ready to audition. We flew out. It was a trip to London. Why not? And I ended up getting accepted, um, but the acceptance letter came at Christmas time, which was before any other acceptance letters had come from other places I'd applied, or even application dates were due in the States. So I just had to choose whether I wanted to go for London or if I wanted to try for something else here. So I went for London. Well, wonderful. It's great to, to hear you play. You're originally from Leighton. Mm-hmm. Now, I guess it really doesn't matter where you're from and you decide if you're in North America and you want to go to the Royal Academy and you're a harpist, you have a challenge. How do you get this beautiful instrument over there and back again safely. Was that, was that a story? Yeah, it was pretty difficult. <laughs> we were kind of wishing I played something smaller, mm. that they'd mm. invented shrinkable harps <laughs> or something. But we tried for a long time. It was a bit of a mess. A lot of companies wouldn't ship it because of liability issues, which I understood. But I needed to get my harp there since that's what I was studying. And luckily, there's some wonderful people working at Lion and Healy West in Salt Lake City. And They help pull some strings, and they know all the ins and outs of it because they ship harps over to a harp company there. So they helped me get it over there. So it didn't sit in the seat beside you on an airplane or anything like that? (laughs) No. Okay. So everything went well? uh, Harp survived there and back? Harp survived. Yeah, none of the strings even popped, so I was pretty impressed. What did you think about maybe just going over there and getting another one? I did. In fact, my dad suggested that, or, you know, maybe we sell this one or... I try and get one over there, but being a musician, you get really attached to your instrument. And my mom picked out this harp. She started playing before me, and I started learning on this one. I've been playing on it since I started, so I didn't really want to give it up. Oh, wonderful. And here it is. Let's hear it again, shall we? Okay. Um, before, let me just ask you about this next piece, Carlos Salzedo's Rumba. Apparently, there's a story about that. It's an important piece in your life. Maybe you, weren't, you wouldn't be performing without this piece. Is that, 
Do I get that story straight? Yeah, my mom had always wanted to play the harp, so she finally talked my dad into getting a harp for her and some harp lessons. And I was playing piano at the time. I went to her first harp recital, and her teacher played this rumba, and I fell in love with it, and I wanted to play the harp. And it kind of came full circle because I ended up studying with that teacher, and she's the one that encouraged me to go to Academy, and I auditioned for Academy with this piece. Well, let's hear it then, shall we? Okay. Here is harpist Rachel Curtis with uh, Salzedo's rumba, followed by Paul Desmond's Take 5 for solo harp. Thank you. 
Probably the uh, best-known 5-4 piece in the world, Paul Desmond's Take 5, arranged for harp and played here on Highway 89 on Classical 89 and Sirius XM 143, BYU Radio, by Rachel Curtis. Before that, we heard Carlos Salzedo's rumba. I'm Bruce Seeley. Thanks for joining us. Rachel, Take 5 is pretty much a jazz standard. Uh, jazz and improvisation go right along together. Uh, were, were jazz and improv much a part of what you did at the uh, Royal Academy? Yeah, I hadn't really experimented with it before, but one of the big draws for me in going to Academy was that Park Stickney was the jazz teacher there, and he's fantastic. And I always loved listening to his CDs growing up, and I was looking forward to learning at his feet, so to speak. And I loved those lessons. It was nice to go from a really intense orchestra session to just have my loose, chill improv time with Park. I really liked it. They used music to help uh, children with disabilities to kind of express themselves. Does improv help in that at all? Does it? Can you use it there? Definitely. We try to help. We would work with autistic kids, um, kids with other disabilities where they're not really social and wanting to reach out to those around them. So we would use music to help them try and find a voice and to connect with the people around them. So they would brainstorm words. We'd, we'd pick a topic like seasons. They'd brainstorm words and we would have to improv those words on the spot and it was it was good fun we always came up with interesting songs and the kids loved it does that kind of reflect the sort of exercises you might have gone through as you were working on your own improvisational skills kind of they were kind of different settings I usually wasn't trying to improv spring when I was doing my jazz classes um but it was really hard for me because I was so used to such a rigid environment and trying to get things just so all the time and get the rhythms just right and to have Park say, there's no mistakes and just keep playing. And he really pushed me and it was very helpful. Well, let's, uh, let's do a little, shall we? Have a, okay. I, I was thinking, what could I do? And I thought, well, how about a great big traffic jam on the freeway? And then I thought, well, maybe not that. But <laughs> it is a traffic <laughs> jam. <laughs> springtime, how about birds? Should we do birds? Birds, yeah, okay. Let's, uh, Let's do birds. I, I don't know if I want to pick any particular one, but uh, we're going to do uh, Rachel Curtis and her harp doing some improvisation. Um, I'll let you choose the birds, and we'll try to guess what they are. Is that fair? Will that work? Yeah, I don't know how well I know my birds. <laughs> well, we could say nightingale or morning dove, and if it's really hard, how about a crow? Birds. So do you do this at, well, you're not at the microphone now, so maybe we'll just move on to some of the other music that we've got. Um, unless you really want to try a traffic jam. Yeah, let's, do let's try that. And I'm asking that because uh, recently uh, there were two really big ones and nobody was going anywhere and my wife was stuck in one of them for about an hour and a half. <laughs> That's about how you feel. Thank you. That was Rachel Curtis uh, improvising a traffic jam on her harp. Well, now a couple of more traditional pieces. We're going to hear something by Gabrielle Faure, and then music by Rogers and Hart. First, here is Un Chatelaine en Satur by Faure, and then My Funny Valentine from Babes in Arms. 
From the 1937 musical Babes in Arms by Richard Rogers and Lorenz Hartz, that was My Funny Valentine. Uh, before that, we heard Gabrielle Faure's Un Chatelain en Satur, performed for us by harpist Rachel Curtis. This is Highway 89 on Classical 89 and Sirius XM 143 BYU Radio. I'm Bruce Seeley. At the start of the program, uh, Rachel, I promised to ask you about a couple of performance opportunities you had while you were in England. Um, opening a show at the Royal Albert Hall while attending the Royal Academy. That's quite a bit of royal. You were there with <laughs> Sir Elton John, not royalty, but, you know, uh, close. close. We'll get to the royalty in a minute. Let's start with the Elton John show. Royal Albert Hall is quite a venue. Um, what was it like being on stage there? And tell us the experience of doing that opening. It was amazing. I love that concert hall. I'd been there for some other concerts, and having the opportunity to be on that stage, it, just the sheer massiveness of it was amazing being there. And it was really nice because having the lights in your face, you couldn't really see all the seats and all the people. So it just felt like you were up on the stage. But Elton John went to the Royal Academy when he was younger um, and then obviously went a different route than he started out with. Um, but he was doing a fundraising concert to get a new organ for the concert hall that's in the Royal Academy of Music. So I'd been doing a lot of work with the musical theater department at Academy. I'd been getting on really well with the directors, and they needed a harpist to be part of the group to play. And so we got to open for his concert. We didn't get to play with him, which was a shame, but we did get to meet him. So it's a bit intimidating when he's sitting there listening to you playing his music. <laughs> you did get to stay for the concert. We did. So we yeah. got free tickets, which was a really nice bonus <laughs> for playing. Certainly. Well, that's wonderful. Now, what's this about Prince Charles' 60th birthday? Um, Prince Charles um, started a new tradition with the Royal Harpists again. He kind of brought it back into our day. So there's, we're on the third Royal Harpist right now. Um, her name's Claire Jones, and she was a master's student at Academy. And Charles decided he wanted 60 harps to serenade him for his 60th birthday, which who doesn't want that, I guess? I don't know. But she worked it out, and since we were her friends, luckily we got to go play with her, and it was a really neat experience. Wonderful. And so was it like a, a, a full concert or two or three pieces or what was what did it consist of? There was, I, I was trying to remember, I was talking to Jackie about this. I think it was the Royal Phil. One of the big orchestras mm -hmm. was there. Um, so they did kind of a concert of their own, a mini concert. And we were all around the top on a balcony. So it was kind of a big circle of harps <laughs> up from above. Sounds from heaven. Yes. Yeah. So we did Wonderful. do Happy Birthday. We did some other things, but it wasn't a full-blown concert. Well, uh, neither has this been, but thank you. It's been wonderful to have you here. Let's, let's conclude today's program now with something by, uh, by uh, Henrietta Renier, one of the most famous, the first famous female harpist. Her successful career included both solo performance and composing. And so we're going to hear now a piece by her. This is Rachel Curtis and Ballade Fantastique. Thank you. 
Fantastique by Henriette Renier on this edition of Highway 89 with harpist Rachel Curtis, a graduate from the Royal Academy of Music in London. Rachel, we're all richer that you chose the harp over pharmacy. <laughs> Thank you. you very much for coming and performing here with us. It's Thank been you. a pleasure. It's very nice. I especially enjoyed you uh, improving a traffic jam. It was a, a memorable <laughs> moment. Thanks a lot. Rachel Curtis performs music from a variety of musical genres, classical, contemporary, musical theater, jazz, orchestral, and you can learn more online at curtismusicstudio.com. Highway 89 takes you to any number of musical destinations, every one of them musical and memorable. We always welcome comments and questions about our programming. For information about this show, simply email us at highway89 at byu.edu. Highway 89 is a production of BYU Broadcasting. The recording engineer is Mark Waite. The show's producer is Jackie Tataishi. I'm Bruce Seeley. Thanks for listening. <laughs>